Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Philly Fans Podcast. With you always is Kevin and, and Eric. I'm here. No, I'm jumping in. I'm jumping in. I'm jumping in because Duke, 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 guys. Yeah, so you're jumping in with uh, what? The only good news this week? <laughs> everything, at, Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the episode. It's probably going to be called the pissed off episode <laughs> because that's all this week did for me. Right. But yesterday, we had a stellar outcome. Uh, a, stellar, a stellar outcome. On the, on, on the pitch for the union. Uh, the, the union? On yes. The, what's on the pitch? On the soccer field, Kev. Oh. Oh, so I should be uh, duping it up currently? Is that what you're saying? should be duping it up. This is huge. They're in the final four. They're, they're in, what, what's, that? what's that mean? You know what the final four is. Think of it like basketball, you jerk. Writing's not that easy. Oh, well, writing's not that easy, so I can't. <laughs> I cannot really do cannot. it up currently. <laughs> advertisements for Grammarly.com, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, no. You know, YouTube, man. I can't, I can't dupe it up until YouTube goes through the clip. That's right. Well, you can skip that ad there, Kev. I can't. I can now. I can now. It took a while, but I can do it now. Eric, you feeling better now? I am. I feel great. I had my Union jersey on last night, watching the game. Couple, couple waters. Couple waters. Yeah. Uh, I I put it on when the clock hit ninety minutes, and then, oh, good job. And then it gave me like five more minutes of like this extra time stuff, and I yeah. I, I was. Uh, yeah, it's okay. Awesome. It's okay if you don't understand. Either way, the Union, knock on wood, could be the first team out of this restart to win a championship. Could. They're in the four. There's four teams left. Or there will be four teams left after Saturday. So, will, uh, will your friends over at Bet Online or, or DraftKings or wherever we, uh, we no. gain our money uh, no. switch out the Phillies for the Union? No, we can't, we can't do that, Kev. Sorry. Darn it, $2.50 right down the drain. I want to let you know, a 19-year-old scored two goals for the Indian last night. What were you doing at 19? I was not scoring two goals in a, in a, in a quarterfinal. I, I was. <laughs> oh, yeah. You may not have been, but I definitely was. Right. It was just a good game because Sporting Kansas City is a good team. Um, and yeah. the Union in this tournament were not scoring a lot, and they just – they had a 15 to 16 minute period where they just put three up and it was, it was game. They weren't coming back. three days. And by the way, this is how you know that I do the TV schedule for the day and not Eric, uh, where I put up that the union were playing the Kansas city sporting <laughs> yesterday morning up wow. on the Twitter at the Philly fans, P H A N S and uh, not sporting Kansas city. 
But if you were following along last night on Twitter, that was me updating the score for the Union. Yeah, yeah. So Eric, we had a lot. We have a lot to break down this week. First, before we go into our big, our big topics. And oh, we're done. We're done with the Union already. I am. I was done with the Union when you said dupe. Now, that see, they're in our logo. We have to talk about them. They played well. They won. They're two games away from a championship, and you just want to skip over. We'll, we'll talk when they're in the championship. Oh, my goodness. Alejandro or Casper, neither of them scored, so I'm a little, not. I'm a little disappointed. A 19-year-old at two. Yeah, but Alejandro. Oh, my a- a- Alejandro, Alejandro. I hate you. And Casper the Friendly Ghost, neither of them scored. Casper had a bad game. How about Freddie Adu? How did he play? <laughs> he hasn't been on the team in years. Sebastian Latou, how was he last night? He's in the ring of honor. He doesn't play for the team anymore. The, uh, Andre Blake. He played well. Okay. I got he, one? Yeah, good job. Oh, Freddie Gaudis. Gaudis? Gaudis. He played well, too. He had a good Yeah, I thought, he, I thought he was Freddie Adu for a minute. Wow. For those of you listening, I hate Kevin. Most of the time. Most of the time. So, uh, we have a lot of news this week. So, let's get into it with our news segment real quick. You like the sound effects for the news segment, don't you? Everyone uses this. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the Philly Fans News Guys. Not really live because you don't listen to our podcast live. We have breaking, not really breaking news for the week. News Eric, that no one really cares about. There, there is news that I care about, Eric. All right. Do you care about the first thing? I care that LaShawn McCoy is not a Philadelphia Eagle. Well, that's true. You are happy about that. That's, that's one of the good news stories of the week. LaShawn McCoy... Signed a contract with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's just an old team. <laughs> yeah. All the signings they got are old. Yeah, it, it's it's definitely an old team. Uh, Eric, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it to you for baseball uh, for a minute uh, as I, I run away for. What are you seconds. bringing to me? I, I'm giving you the baseball news. So can you uh, tell our fellow fans the baseball news? What, about the, the doubleheader yeah, thing? the, the doubleheader thing, the Eagles roster stuff. You know what I mean. All right, sure. So, as Kev runs away, um, yes, Major League Baseball with everything going on, um, the Florida Marlins should just not be a team anymore. Um, but uh, they're going to do uh, what looks like is a seven-inning doubleheader. So, their doubleheaders are going to be seven innings. Um, I don't know how I feel about this. I mean, I get what they have to do. How do you feel about that, Kev? About the doubleheader? Yeah, with seven innings. Um, it works because the Phillies' uh, bullpen would blow the game anyway. Well, that's fair. Um, but do you agree the Marlins shouldn't be a team anymore? Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, let's yeah. just cut off Florida in general. Yeah, right. Uh. At this, you're going to get me started already. Well, here's my thing, Kev. So you put out, um, and a lot of people gave you some heat about this, is, and I get, I get your answer. Um, which sport has done the best with the coronavirus? And you, you said the NHL, possibly the NBA. And uh, you got a little heat thrown back at you about the MLS having no positive cases the whole time they were down there. Yeah. I, get, I get it. It wasn't a question. It wasn't, it wasn't an option. An, right. I understand. But it is true. The MLS has zero. NHL is zero. Uh, the women's soccer team, I believe, has zero. The WNBA, I believe, has zero. So a lot of a lot of leagues are doing it right. Baseball is not one. 
the the NBA has zero positive tests since July 13th. The NHL has zero positive tests in 4,256 administered in a seven-day span from July 18th to the 25th. MLS has zero positive tests in the last nine major rounds of testing. And the NWSL, whatever that stands for. That is the National Women's Soccer League. Has zero positive tests during this entire tournament. Right. And I think the WNBA is up there as well. So you might want to attack me, but how about you attack the people who put the question out there, which I believe was ninety uh, was ninety four point one WIP, who did not give the MLS as the option. <laughs> well, you're gonna attack me. We have been a proponent of the union for the past uh, month or so now. We, we've started our podcast with Dupe every single week except for the past couple. Eric has. Well, Eric is a strong proponent of the union, and, and we talk about the Philadelphia Union, and right. I know a couple players. Okay. And I know a goalkeeper is not a goaltender. Two different things. <laughs> All right? So don't come at me when I'm just stating the facts that right now it's probably the NHL who's done a better job than everybody else. And it probably helps that they're in Canada. It, it definitely does. And the NBA's issue is, is a whole other thing, which we're going to get to Actually, let's get to it now. Let's let's just news from the bubble real quick. Someone uh, left the bubble. News from the bubble before we we do things. Yeah, someone popped the bubble just like Eric did a couple weeks ago, and that someone was former Philadelphia 76er Lou Williams. Did you see what he was going to get though? It looked good. Yeah, yeah, I saw him go to a club for gentlemen. Oh, I thought it was for food. And and get and get wings. I would have got him too. From a, did he go to a gentleman's club? Yes, he oh, did. Oh, I didn't know. I thought he was getting food. Yeah. So, uh, from from what we saw and what the news broke was, he actually left the bubble originally. Uh, I think for his for someone's funeral, and the NBA gave him access to go for someone's funeral. All right. He then went to a gentleman's club in in Atlanta, I believe, and stupidly took a picture with a celebrity. In his new mask. Genius. The mask that the NBA just gave him. And he said that he was going for food to a right. gentleman's club. Maybe they have good food. You know, you know, Barney Stinson always said they had a good spread at the at Thanksgiving. Good, good old Barney Stinson. <laughs> so so yes, Lou Williams got caught outside the bubble. Uh, and, and definitely put a shame to the NBA bubble, which is why I said the NHL is doing it better than the NBA because this would now be the second player, former 76ers, by the way, who have left the bubble for wings. Well, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Apparently the wings in Disney World just aren't good enough. The turkey they legs, they're not good enough in Disney World. No, and, and you knew it was going to happen sometime. What up? You knew it was going to happen. For wings? No, but just anything. I'm going to call up Thunder Key right now and grab some barbecue wings. Thunder Key. I'm going to enjoy that right now and have some barbecue wings myself. And guess what? Guess what? I won't have to leave my bubble. I had sushi for lunch. Yeah, I had had Elio's Pizza, former Flyer-sponsored Elio's Pizza. Wow. Yeah. Delicious. So... (laughs) Lou Williams leaves the bubble for wings. And last week we talked about what we would leave the bubble for. And obviously I said, I'm not a picky man, 
But wings are definitely not something I would leave the bubble for. No, nifty fifties only. Yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> Maybe may a good steak if Disney World steaks aren't good enough. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I'm sure you. they are. So anyway, so before we leave the bubble, do you have any other? Oh, here's a question for you. So I posted this on our Twitter. Post this on Twitter. Someone wrote, does Joel Embiid have what it takes to lead this team to a championship? I was already – I wrote, hey, he's already missed two games, not just for rest but for injuries. So if he's as healthy as he's ever been, what is the issue? This is where moving Ben Simmons to number four works out for the Sixers because then you have Al Horford come in and replace – Joel Embiid. I'm sure it's just precautionary right now. Uh, We'll find out for sure this weekend uh, because you know the Sixers right now are not going to divulge or share this information with us uh, about Embiid. But to me, Embiid is not the leader of the team. And the leader has really shown in the past couple weeks, and that's Tobias Harris. Right. It's Tobias Harris. Verbally and game plan. Has been playing as the leader, and that's yeah, both in the locker room and on the court has shown that he's the leader, and right. it works out well when Ben trusts him, because Ben is your star on this team. Right. And yeah, yeah, any more, I, any more I, news from the bubble there? Kev? I'd love, I'd love to see Ben and Joel play for many years together because that means a championship's coming along the way. Sometime, yeah, maybe this year. May well. Our bets are in that the Sixers are winning. <laughs> the Phillies so, are going to screw it. And, and they're playing very well. Uh, no more news from the bubble. We do have some, uh, some Eagles-related news that broke Saw this. that. Saw that. So the NFL, the National Football League, have created this uh, reserve COVID-19 list. And this, uh, much like the Major League Baseball reserve COVID-19 list, uh, where they're out for – X amount period of time, uh, depending on if they've been in contact with someone with COVID-19 or if they they have (laughs) COVID-19. So no shocker, Jordan Malata is on this list. No shocker whatsoever because he finds his way on every list. Um, (laughs) The big one on this list is uh, Tackle Lane Johnson, who came out publicly on Twitter stating that he does have COVID-19. Yeah. That sucks. That's a speedy no. recovery for him. Hopefully yeah. no complications. We're definitely hoping for a speedy recovery. Uh, the NFL has also allowed players to opt out of the season. So the New England Patriots as a whole team have decided to opt out on the season. That's what it looks like. <laughs> There's going to be a bunch of uh, Patriots fans who have – for the first time ever, I have no idea what a championship feels like. They brought in Cam Newton. Everyone's like, ah. Uh, we're we're going to go. He's not Tom Brady. Yeah. I'm going to opt out. This <clears throat> Maybe I'll be back when Tom comes back. Uh, just let me know when Tom 2.0 comes back. Right. Uh, well, before we get into who opted out for the Eagles, you also have some other news on here about Alshon. Yeah, Alshon Jeffrey ends up on the uh, the pup list, which is no surprise. Definitely. No, we knew that. I just wanted to put that in there because you had it on your notes. Yeah. So he, he's on the pup list. He'll be back week six. Potentially. We, knew, we knew that was probably. Yeah, we knew it was coming. His, his injuries, uh, obviously, he was going to end up on that list. Uh, but the eagle that opted out was uh, Marquise Goodwin. Which um, sucks. It, it does, but at the same time, it brings up our conversation from a week ago, Eric. What's that? And 
a week ago we stated that it's harder for these quarterbacks and these new wide receivers to get into a flow with no preseason games. Right. All right. I do, yeah, right. Being that Marquise Goodwin is, uh, is a newer player for the Philadelphia Eagles and newer with Carson Wentz, obviously the flow may not have been there right now. And this actually works out for Marquise Goodwin, who, if you watch the uh, E60 on Father's Day, uh, his family, uh, Marquise and his wife Morgan, uh, have suffered a, three different miscarriages, uh, and he does not want to miss anything with his uh, with his child that was just born. Yeah, I'm not. I'm so not yeah, this gonna, makes sense. Yeah, I'm not going to get angry at anyone who opts out. To be honest with you. Yeah, and I'm definitely like. I've seen – I don't know who's attacking Marquise Goodwin on social media, but they're obviously attacking Marquise Goodwin. Uh, You're always going to have someone attack based on someone. What he's, based on what he's tweeting, uh, I, I don't get why you, would, uh, why you would attack this man at all, especially when he's not being selfish. He's thinking about his family. So p- people, I guess, don't understand. It's, it, his tweet the other day – uh, speaks volumes. It says, don't be afraid of being outnumbered. Eagles fly alone. Pigeons flock together. So, nice. so pigeons, go ahead, keep attacking, but he's an eagle. Yeah. And this, this uh, I mean, this gives a chance for the younger stars to step up if we do a season um, signing and drafting all these receivers. So, I mean, I hope he, you know, takes time for his family. I actually hope he comes back next season but um yeah it gives a chance for these younger guys like um a regger who's really excited to play yeah even, uh, even the uh the guys they got late in the in the draft like a quez watkins right so it's cool i think it's i i think it's smart of him and i think it's a cool opportunity for the younger guys you want to know who this helps jj yeah your your boy jay jaw yeah oh er- eric i have breaking news I see that 22 minutes ago. We I have, never talk about that. I, I, I have breaking news. Do, do you, this, is, uh, this is from one of the uh, eight major sports teams in Philadelphia. <laughs> the, the Philadelphia Wings have traded uh, Josh Courier. A and two first-round round pick picks. And a 2021 first-round pick to what it, ru- the rush of uh, Los Angeles. Is Saskatchewan. It? Saskatchewan rush. For Ben McIntosh, two 2020 second-round picks and a 2023 second-round pick. Big pick. Big big trade. Big I have trade. No, I have no idea what that means whatsoever. But big trade 22 minutes ago uh, for your Philadelphia Wings that play lacrosse. <laughs> Eric will be covering the Wings for the Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so, I'm just – Going back to Goodwin, uh, I I feel for him uh, as a family man, as someone who wants to be there for his family. Uh, it, it's a smart move, uh, and especially to keep them safe. And there should be no Philadelphia Eagles fan attacking him for this decision. No, no one should be attacked for opting out of the season. There's still so much we don't know, and we and just what happened with the MLB, we don't want that happen in any sport. So. They have every right to do it. That's why it was put in place. Eric, now now we're gonna get to the section that that pisses me off. This is about the Marlins. <sighs> yeah, yeah. Let, let's let's talk about the Marlins. How about we talk about Major League Baseball and its inept commissioner? We should have just went back to the rest in peace episode. 
We we should have. We should just go. I should just have the dong ringing again. The Undertaker's music hitting again. Because they should, just can't, they should have never started the season. Ma- Major League Baseball is is killing me. Did you see today that they postponed the St. Louis and Brewers game? No. Do you know why? why? Do you know why? Because positive there were tests. two positive tests. How many positive tests were there for the Marlins prior to the Philly series last weekend? Yeah, didn't they talk about that afterwards? Yeah, like they, they, they were like two to four prior to the series. They knew. Yeah, they knew. All right. They had four positive tests by Sunday morning. Right. And they let the players vote. The players. Just of the one team? Uh, the Marlins players got to vote if they wanted to play on Sunday. Just which is, the- which not is, the Phillies. Not the Phillies. The Marlins players. The Phillies were unaware of these positive tests. That's embarrassing. So it's embarrassing out of Rob Manfred to allow this. And it really shut down the Phillies season, this, at least this week of the season, that we were so excited for. Right. That we've been talking about for weeks. Yeah. Like, ha- and here's the thing. How did the Marlins get the positive test, Eric? How? How? They went out to a in, club in Florida. In, in, I heard it was in Georgia. Either, either way, way, either way, they went somewhere that's a hot spot. How irresponsible of these players! Irresponsibility. And what happened to Major League Baseball's 100 and X amount of page uh, pamphlet of how to behave and what you should be doing? What what happened? The, the no spitting, the no gum chewing, the no sitting in the dugout, the one, the one where you're sitting in the, sta- in the stands watching the baseball game. What happened to those, uh, those rules? Right. Because where were they last weekend? Where were well, they? That, that brings up a point to even the NHL when they said no fighting. There was a fight in one of the exhibition games. So what are they doing to stop this? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, what are they, they put- doing to allow the professional athletes to uh, – to, do their jobs because it is their job to go out there and, and perform and right. not go out there and party it up so that you have 17 positive tests on a team. And at this point, I believe the number is up closer to 20. Yeah. I think it's 19 the last time I saw it. Like how this is the most irresponsible that I I've ever seen a team behave. And it affects the Phillies, the Yankees, the, the Nationals, the Blue Jays, who the Phillies were supposed to play in a seven-inning doubleheader tomorrow, which got postponed. Why? Because a Phillies coach and a Phillies clubhouse manager both tested positive. Thank goodness that there were zero players of the Phillies testing positive. Thank goodness D.D. Gregorius has not tested positive with his background and his health issues. All right. So far after what, three or four days of testing in a row, thank goodness none of this has happened to the Phillies. And it actually looks good on the Phillies and kind of looks good for sports to return. Kind of looks good for the NFL that there aren't positive tests for the Philadelphia Phillies this week. Right. It shows, I mean, especially in baseball, like we said, there is separation from players. You're taking the proper precautions, and that's yeah. what is needed. 
the proper precautions. And let's be honest, the NFL is watching. Everyone's watching. And, but the, but NFL, the NFL closely because they're going to do the same kind of different city thing. They're, they're trying to do the city thing. They're trying to do exactly what the baseball has done. So they have to watch closely to see what's, ha- what's going on on their end. Ma- Major League Baseball, Rob Manfred, get your head. Out of your tuchus. Out of your tuchus. And start thinking and start trying to figure out ways in which you can actually hold these players accountable for these tests. Right. And the upside is apparently the Phillies players are getting paid this week. Uh, I don't know what they're doing with the Marlins players, but the Phillies players are getting paid. The downside is the media gets the information before the players do. Yeah, that's a little embarrassing. Kutch has McCutcheon has been tweeting about this all week that it, he has to go onto Twitter to find out this information. This is embarrassing for, for Rob Manfred. It's embarrassing for Major League Baseball. I, I'm calling out uh, Robert Manfred. Not Major League Baseball, just the commissioner. The commissioner of Major League Baseball for being an idiot. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, your idiot of the week, Rob Manfred, Major League Baseball. Now... Let's go into something that's really going to piss Kevin off. Because when I it, because if it irritated me, Kev, I know it pissed you off. See, you know, I could have gone an hour just complaining about the Marlins, right? Yeah, that's why I stopped you. And now you're gonna have me go for probably an hour on this topic. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Eric wanted to change the pace of the conversation, but doesn't realize that this is another thing that pisses me off. Oh, I knew. I just said I was going to piss you off. I said I was irritated by it. It's going to piss you off. And that is Carson Wentz being left off the NFL top 100. Voted on by the players of the National Football League. (laughs) Yeah. And if you see some of the quarterbacks, my goodness. Yeah, and John Marks on 94 WIP tried to defend it a little bit uh, this week via tweet that the players received uh, their ballots about four weeks before, like without the last four weeks of the season. So there might have been early votes that were elsewhere that didn't see Carson Wentz's last four games. Uh, But let's be honest, it's a top 100 list. And when you have 13 quarterbacks on the list, most of who do not deserve to be on this list over Carson Wentz. It's it's a joke. The top joke. six. This kind of this pissed me off more than the Madden ratings. I'm letting you know the top six do. You're so you are going to argue for Deshaun Watson. Just because, yeah, because he's like Carson Wentz. He didn't have really have a Sorry, team. Sorry, Deshaun Watson would be number seven on the list. I apologize for the numbers. Oh, Lamar okay. Jackson's number one. Russell Wilson, number two. Oh, you put two number one. Patrick Mahomes is number three. Drew Brees is number four. Tom Brady, number five. Aaron Rodgers is number six. Deshaun Watson is number seven. Uh, I believe he had a star wide receiver on his side, too. He didn't uh, have an offensive line, though. Num- number eight is Jimmy G. Number nine is Dak Prescott. Number 10 is Kirk Cousins. Number 11 is Ryan Tannehill. Number 12 is Ryan Tannehill had a good season. 
You serious? He did hand the ball a lot, but he did have yeah. a good season. Yeah. And number number thirteen is Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray should be on there at ninety. That's fine. You're gonna you, do this? No. What? Kyler Murray should be on top. He had a great rookie season. I'm not saying he should be over Carson Wentz. I'm just saying he should be on the top 100. You're gonna do this? What? You said Deshaun Watson deserves to be on over Carson Wentz. Yes. Number one. He doesn't have an offensive line. He just gets rushed all right. off. Okay. How about this? How about you go over uh, numbers 8 to 13 for me? Starting Jimmy G down to Kyler Murray. Hold on. There's some feedback. Hold on. Eric says there's feedback. I'm still just talking fine. So I'm No, it's yours. It's from, you. it's from you. I'm telling Eric to check out numbers uh, 8 to 13. That's Jimmy Garoppolo down to Kyler Murray. Yeah, I just said. Okay. Carson Wentz deserves to be ahead of them. Would you put any of those quarterbacks onto an Eagles football team right now over Carson Wentz? I just said Carson Wentz deserves to be over them. Did I Thank not? You. Thank you. No, 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 that's such BS. Don't, don't start that because you're trying to start an argument because I said he should be under Deshaun Watson. That's all I said. And then I just said Kyler Murray deserves to be on here. I never said above Carson Wentz. You, so, you, also, you also said why don't, Ryan Tannehill deserves to be on here. Yeah. Uh, uh, Above or below Carson Wentz. Just because you have a fascination and okay. love for Carson Wentz doesn't mean he doesn't these other let, players don't deserve to be on Let me demonstrate season. It doesn't matter. Let me demonstrate Ryan Tannehill season, okay? Um uh Hike. That's me sure. handing off the football. Hike. Great. He still made some plays. It doesn't matter. Ha- what I'm telling you, what I'm telling you is Carson Wentz deserves to be over him. It doesn't mean they don't deserve to be on the list. So Deshaun Watson deserves to be over Carson Wentz in 2019. He had no line. In 2019, Deshaun Jackson. Cool. Go with the stats. Go with the stats. It doesn't matter. Shut up. The Eagles have an offensive line. The Texans do not. And Deshaun Watson still did all that. And he had a star wide receiver. Great. He 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 has two seconds to throw the damn ball. Stud wide receiver. 3,852 yards. You're just going stats. Carson, You're not even looking Carson at the game. Carson Wentz is the first player in quarter in NFL history to throw for over 4,000 yards without a 500 yard. You receiver. are looking at stats. You're not looking at game and, and, play. And stats stats are proving my point. It doesn't know. 4,039 yards for Carson Wentz. This is why I hate arguing with you because you don't listen to other sides. You're Watson. just like your favorite president. That's all you are. Deshaun Watson, 3,852 yards, 26 touchdowns. Carson Wentz at 27. 12 interceptions, Carson Wentz had seven. All right? I'm really talking. Now, it's, it's not even – and Eric is making a good point. Yes, Deshaun Watson deserves to be on the list. I still see Carson Wentz over him. But Carson Wentz deserves to be over majority of this list. I know. As, I as it that. stated. Yes, Carson Wentz deserves – just looking at the numbers alone tells you he deserves to be on the list. Look at the numbers alone. And the best he compares to – in your defense, is Deshaun Watson. I think, yeah, I think he should be right below Deshaun Watson, yes. The, the best he, he deserves to be right along that border comparing to Deshaun Watson. Yes. And Dak Prescott, who took his team to 8-8, eight and eight, his star team with an offensive line and stud receivers 8-8 eight and eight, and did not make the playoffs, that's ridiculous. He shouldn't be on the list. Yes, I agree with that. You even look at a Kirk – like a Ryan Tannehill, yeah, I guess he deserves me on the list, but not at 68. Josh Allen at 87. These are quarterbacks that were chosen over Carson Wentz. Right, and I get your frustration, and I'm saying that 
Carson Wentz deserves to be over the bottom half of this list. Do you include Tom Brady? What? Who you know your, he's going to be on who, there. Who are your tier one quarterbacks in the NFL? Right now? Yeah. The top three on that list? So those, those top three are Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I actually deserve – I think Mahomes deserves to be number one. Mahomes deserves to be number one for sure. Yeah. And I agree that those are your top tier – Tier number one quarterbacks in the NFL. That's who I'm – if I'm to build a fantasy team, they're my first quarterback I'm picking. Tier two. Who are your tier two quarterbacks? Probably Breeze, Rodgers, Watson, and Wentz. Look, look at that. We're actually on the same wavelength. And I, I see Watson's season in 2020 depleting. I don't choose Watson as a fantasy quarterback this year uh, based on the weapons around him. But – I agree that he's a tier two quarterback. Yeah. I can even put up an argument that Dak Prescott could potentially be on that tier two quarterback. I'm still putting him below Wentz as a tier three quarterback. I don't even see Ryan Tannehill as a tier three quarterback in the NFL. He played so much better in Tennessee than he did in Miami. That's it. And, and he took he took Tennessee to a to a play, to the playoffs. Played well in the playoffs, but he didn't have to do anything. He just that's, had to hand off the ball. That's why he's on the list. So, and I mean, even if you look at like, because you said Kyler Murray should be number ninety, which which yeah. is perfectly fine. He should be number ninety, but Carson Wentz should be in, on this list by far. And if you're comparing the the stats, which doesn't look like the players were doing, Eric, doesn't no. look like they were doing whatsoever. If you look at the stats, Carson Wentz's stats are tremendously better than those than Josh Allen and Kyler Murray. Okay. Uh, unless unless you're gonna say uh, rushing yards, three hundred more rushing yards are the equivalent of uh, a better quarterback. Where where Carson Wentz had close to a thousand more re- passing yards than Josh Allen. Right. But you you can argue this all day because I already said that Wentz should be over that. <laughs> I agreed with you. Yeah, it's the Deshaun Watson one that you're uh, you're defending Deshaun. Yeah, because he had he had a second and a half to two seconds to throw the ball, if that. Wentz has a better offensive line. Depleting offensive line. Beginning of the season, Wentz did not have. You're, a better offensive You're going to argue for him until you die. Be- and I get it. Beginning of the season, Eagles' offensive line is not – it has not been good in two years it, since their Super Bowl run. The first four-week offensive line has been awful based on the eye test. And I know that's something you can agree with me on. Also, Doug Peterson's play calling in the first four weeks of the past two seasons has been terrible. Something that, once again, I think you can agree with me on. And the one thing that you and everybody else goes against Carson Wentz is his fumbles. But as Jimmy Kemsky brought up in a tweet earlier today, he's thrown for 60 touchdown passes and one interception in the red zone in the last three years. NFL players, get your heads. Welcome to Rob Manfred territory. Get your heads out of your tokus and, and realize that Carson Wentz is 
a tier two quarterback. He is a top 10 quarterback in the league, and you let him off a NFL top 100 list. You okay, Eric? Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out what this feedback I'm getting from you is. I, I, just, I just thought you were still upset. No, I just think you're ridiculous. Sometimes I am. I have the right to be ridiculous. It's something I hold dear. And it really only comes when someone hates on Carson Wentz. Sometimes. Because when we go farther in this podcast, and it shows that Provorov says he's not in the top 20, well, yeah, are, and, you gonna, are you going to go off like you did for Wentz? Yes, I am, because I actually <laughs> like Provorov. But I also appreciate Provorov and Wentz's reactions to both of these lists. Yeah, because you shouldn't care. You're not here to be on a list. You're here to make the playoffs and win a championship. And, and that, those are reactions I enjoyed looking at. See? See? I can defend, defend Provy. Okay. All right? You're going to defend Wentz harder than you defend any other player. Even if he even if he throws 50 interceptions and 20 touchdowns this year, you're going to be like, no, no, it was, uh, it was something else. He, he won't throw that many. He doesn't throw interceptions. Okay. He just fumbles the ball. Obviously, he doesn't throw interceptions. He is optimistic, though. Yeah, He's optimistic. He's optimistic, but he knows people are dumb. Yeah, so I'm, I'm actually going to point out that sound clip right now. Jeff Skaversky tweeted 17 hours ago, uh, Carson Wentz on the Eagles playing in 2020. Uh, here is the sound clip of Carson's answer. Optimistic that, you know, we can execute uh, all the protocols. Guys can stay safe. Guys can stay healthy. Um, but I'm also not an idiot. You know, I, you just don't fully know how everything's going to unfold. So until um, something changes, I'm going to be here. I'm going to be working. I'm going to be ready to go just like all my teammates. So, yeah, he's going to not be an idiot. And this is, once again, where that leadership comes in. And that's a leadership on all four major sports teams that we've talked about in, what, week two of this podcast? Yeah. Week two, where we needed this optimism. We needed these leaders to step up and tell players, uh, basically, don't be stupid. In this case, how about this? How about we have a new adjective for stupid? Don't be the Marlins. <laughs> yeah. All right, don't be the Marlins, guys. Don't leave the bubble. Um, don't go and party and uh, allow for 20 positive tests. I'll Just, tell you something. There are some great leaders on these Philadelphia teams. There are, and, and the one team that we questioned earlier this season were the 76ers. Mm-hmm. And this past week, they're the one team I don't question yep. who the leader is. The leader is obviously Tobias Harris. So, yeah, that, we have some great leaders, and uh, hopefully it continues over. Hopefully. And here, here's our problem, Eric. We have a $5 bet in, uh, and, and uh, I don't know if Major League Baseball is going to continue or have an end of the season. Uh, so what, what happens? Do I lose my $2.50? You would. You would lose it, yeah. I know it's a shame. Can I get that off of the Marlins? Do you think they, you think they'll pay me? They might, especially if all the other if all the other three Philadelphia sports teams win a championship and the Phillies cannot compete, we should reach out to the Marlins for that two dollars and fifty cents. Yeah, or just protest. <laughs> uh, by, by the way, the the numbers are nineteen positive tests. Yeah, and, and the Marlins, by the way, here, the idiot of the day, Eric, 
Remember, remember when I crowned an idiot of the week? Who was it? Uh, the Marlins or the commission? Yeah, the, the commission, Rob Manfred. So Bob Nightingale just reported, all right, that with the 19 positive tests, the Marlins were informed that they are going to be paid just like everybody else if they're unable to play for 60 games this season. Barring a league-wide shutdown. Right. Where is the punishment? Where are the cojones? Where are they? You're talking about from the commissioner? Yeah. You got, to quote Major League Two, you got no marbles. Marbles. Where are the marbles? You got none. You got none. You're not going to punish these guys for, for being stupid, for being idiots. No, you're just going to let it go. So it seems like. How can you punish them, though? What are you going to do? Uh, find, find them. Figure out who went to the nightclub and find them. Yeah, but how can you justify the There's fine? There's cameras everywhere. Now, how can you justify the fine? You can justify it by, uh, by saying that they are not following a protocol or by saying it, it is punishment. Uh, is it in their contract? Was it, for, said before, was it said before the league opened? You, if you conduct detrimental to the team. Well, I understand. Exactly that, how it, you can do it. Okay. Conduct that is detrimental to the team. I, I was just trying lawyers, to figure out the words. I bet you their lawyers would say un, unprecedented circumstances or un, whatever. Yeah, unprecedented circumstances, going to a, a club, partying it up. No, and, I'm just uh, saying what their lawyers are going to say. I'm not out their lawyer. Stop defending Rob Manfred or Idiot of the Week. <laughs> Don't make me change the Idiot of the Week, Eric. Don't make me do it. I have the power because I am recording the podcast to change oh. this idiot of the week. Oh snap! You gonna do a voiceover? You don't want you don't want to be named the idiot of the week. <laughs> All right, you don't want to yeah. be that person. Yeah, no, I hear you. Our five fans are listening, and they do Our, not they do not want you to be named the idiot of the week. I think they want us to talk about the Flyers. Yeah, it's it's seventy sixers Eve. But it yeah, is. let's let's talk about the Flyers. Go we ahead. We can talk about the Sixers after. No, we we talked a little bit about the Sixers. Uh, how, like I said, the uh, moving Ben Simmons number four is going to pay off for them because they can put in uh, Al Horford at number five, especially if Embiid goes down. How did you feel about Tuesday's game? Flyers. Yeah. Uh, range of emotions. Range. Uh, of emotions. I, I was in a glass. I was in a glass box of emotion. Uh. Throughout a lot of the game. Uh, oh, excuse when, me. When they, across? Yeah, it did. When they went down uh, one nothing, season was obviously over. Yeah, obviously. And then they tied it up. Then the dad scored. Tied it up. Coots. And then Hollywood Hayes came through. <laughs> no, Malkin came through by giving a terrible pass. Hollywood Hayes came through as always. Yeah, that was a good goal. And then our, uh, our world heavyweight champion. Kevin Hayes. And then the uh, the overtime goal. That was a great pass. Yeah, I thought the season was over just going into overtime because and then, and then glass Lawton case like, of emotion. Lawton, like, chipped the goalie, basically. Yeah, Scott, Scotty Lawton, uh, Mr. Block, everybody on Twitter. Uh, comeback player of the year. Come, comeback player of the year. Maybe he will uh, unblock people on Twitter. And, uh, nah, you don't want to hear from people. None of these players want to hear from people. You're crazy. Exactly. Uh, but, yes, the Flyers looked good. Uh, it should be interesting going into Sunday because Sunday's a challenge. Against the Bruins? 
top yeah. team in the league. Top team in the league, uh, round robin tournament. So we'll see where they where they land. Uh, what what, uh, what game do you think Elliott starts? First, second, or third? Carter Hart is starting Sunday. They've actually announced that. So Elliott will probably start the second game. Elliott will well, probably start the second game. Yeah. So it is Carter Hart at the Bruins, which is in Toronto anyway, at <laughs> 8 o'clock on Sunday on NBC. Like, did you like what they did with the, um, the stadium? I think it looks cool. Yeah, it, it was it was good. It was cool. Uh, one of the funny things that I saw today, and actually, can I? You know, it pains me to do this to talk uh, to talk good about Gary. Gary Batman. Oh, I can't say it. <laughs> and Mister, um, what's I? I can't. His name's Mister Batman. Uh, that guy. Uh, he is apparently allowing booze to be recorded. And depending on who wins the Stanley Cup, he totally expects to be booed. <laughs> That's funny. It's something I saw on Twitter earlier today. Uh, there's only one team, I think, that would actually cheer him. Who? The one in the west, uh, western Pennsylvania, west of the state. Penguins? Yeah. That, that is... <laughs> See, there's names of teams and – and people I can't say out loud, and Eric has to do it for me. That's right. No, we'll see. Um, we'll see how they, they they play. They looked okay. I mean, obviously, his first game, get their their feet under them. Um, it's only an exhibition. It's only an exhibition. It's only it, an exhibition. It was an exhibition, yeah, but it was more than a preseason. It was it was them playing. There wouldn't be a fight in a preseason game. It's only an exhibition. It's only we're winning the cup. No, we're not. Uh, well, we might. But not from that. But um, yeah, we'll see on Sunday what they do. Um, I think they're. I like that they're a very cohesive group. Um, they enjoy being around each other. They're a family. Like it's the most cohesive teams in Flyers history in a while. So I'm excited for them to take this on. And obviously, we've coach of the year coaching us. So. And one of the most important things, a goalie. And a goalie, yeah. A goalie. So the Flyers have the Boston Bruins on Sunday, the Washington Capitals on Thursday, and then the Tampa Bay Lightning next Saturday. So by the time we record our next podcast, the Flyers will have two games in. Yep. And I will either be Stanley Cup, we're winning, or season over. <laughs> Kevin. Doom or gloom. Doom and gloom. There's no middle ground. So there's, no, there's no middle. You're either going to have me excited – or just disappointed. Yep. Go ahead. Continue your your uh, Flyers talk. I'll, I'll let you go. I'll, I'll well, I mean, no. Nah, I mean, hey, they, it, I'm like, what do you want me to say? I'm excited. Um, I'm gonna be wearing my Flyers jersey Sunday, ready for them to play. Flyers hat. See, I'm wearing my Flyers shirt now. I got right. my Kevin Hayes shirt on right now. You know why? why? I'm that excited. Yeah. It's Stand the most the excited. Count. It's the most excited I've been for in a while. Uh, it was exciting to watch the Union play yesterday, but I'm a Flyers. It's my favorite team, so I, I couldn't be more excited. And the fact that we actually have a goalie that can take us somewhere if he plays, you know, his what his potential is. Yeah, and, and, and as I said, we have two Flyers games prior to our next recording. We have three 76ers games, Eric. Three before our next recording. Right. Sixers play tomorrow at 7, Monday at 8, and then Wednesday at 4. Got a lot to talk about. 
We have a, we're gonna have a lot of breakdown. Next we're actually next we're gonna be podcast. really happy, or just really disappointed. Where we need uh we need to follow our friends over at On a Couch and Delco's uh, lead and just have a few waters during the podcast. <laughs> might have to call them beers at that point. You might actually have to call them uh, beers at that point. Adult beverages. Adult beverages. I like cold beverages. Yeah, I said it like that for a reason. Yeah. So how do you feel about the Sixers? Let's talk Sixers. Um, I said eight no last eight week. No. Eight no. Six and two. Eight no. Six and two. They're going six and two. Yeah. They're going six and two. What if they're only three by our next podcast? I'm gonna be in tears. Uh, <laughs> you might just have to like R.I.P. Kevin on the next podcast. <laughs> just it might it might have to happen. Yeah. But so I, what about, I am excited. So before you know, before we wrap up here, is there anything that Kevin is pissed off about since we have been talking about that for the whole podcast? Anything else I'm pissed off about? Yeah. There's so many things, man. So so many things. One, Eric was late again for the podcast. Um yeah. Again. Yeah. We were supposed to record two podcasts this week. Well, yesterday was a little different. I wasn't even home. That that is true. Eric is the reason why we didn't record two podcasts this week. That's fine. We brought this in in an hour. Yeah, but I, I wanted to go. It was supposed to be a two-hour podcast today. <laughs> two hours, Eric. Give the fans what they want. All five of them. Right. Uh, what I'm pissed off about includes our website not being up yet with our T-shirts. Yeah, it takes a little bit, man. Um, our music not being done yet. Uh, you know, you can ask Nick about that. Uh, I'm not mad about the logo because it's only been about a week. And it's your family, so I'm not surprised. It's family. Uh, so there's a lot, man. You know, wrestling. Sure. Re- wrestling's making me angry. Uh, shout out to uh, the Wrestling Re- Rewind podcast this week. Or Rewind or Wrestling. I don't know what they're called. I don't know. Shout out to Ted. Ted, Ted. podcast, yeah. Ted Mosby? No, uh, Ted Cheney. That's too how I met your mother, restaurant. That, that is. That is. I, I believe it's the uh, the Wrestling Rewind podcast, but I'm not positive. You have to make me look up this. Uh, so, yeah, a lot of stuff, man. Too, too much to argue about. <laughs> you know, schools? I don't know. Yeah. The rain I, today? I can only imagine schools. There's a lot, man. There's a lot going on. A lot of things have pissed me off. This is like the pissed off episode of Kevin. All right. So we don't, obviously not everybody wants rants about what I'm pissed off about, except for the Marlins. I hate you. I hate you, Rob Manfred. I hate you, I hate you, Miami Marlins. I just, and, that, and anything to do with Carson Wentz. No, I, I hate the NFL players for not even thinking about including them in the top hundred. Let's there's, be honest. There is no Eagles higher you than seventy-two them? or something. Like that. I also hate Eric for trying to defend uh, Deshaun Watson over Carson Wentz. That's I just think you're a little ridiculous. It's it's something I hold dear, the right to be ridiculous. Yes. All right. Let me yeah. have something. All right. It's our podcast. Let me have something. All right. Fine. Notice it's the first time I didn't say it's my podcast. I I know. Proud See? of you. See, you should be proud of me. So there, there's been a lot going on. Uh, obviously. Eric has now found the pa- Twitter password. <laughs> it took him six times to get it down. 
Um, but the Twitter password for the Twitter account at the Philly fans, that's P H A N S. Uh, make sure you give us a like comment. Give us a Facebook follow as well. We're getting a lot on Twitter, a lot of love on Twitter recently. Uh, we see our new followers on there. We appreciate the followers. We appreciate the listens. As we follow well. you back as well. Yeah, we, we follow back. So make sure you keep those followers going. Uh, and obviously, got a lot to do this weekend, Eric. One day into the Sixers, two into the Flyers. It, it Forty just, some to the Eagles. Get excited. We have a yeah. It's it's uh it's the beehive number of days until the Sixers. A Mark Hal number of days till the Philadelphia Flyers and a Pete Ratzlaff number of days until the Philadelphia Flyers. Who was yesterday for the Flyers? Yesterday for the Flyers um, was Dan McGillis. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, breakout Dan McGillis number of days yesterday. Three got rough. I was going to go Gudis, but he's nah. not as good as it gets anymore. He complains all the time now. I, I don't like him anymore. He's <laughs> off my list. Jeez. All right, but we are getting down. Tomorrow is a uh, is a Richardson number of days for the Sixers, and it's a Bernie Perrant number of days for the Flyers. Bernie, and that's right. On Sunday, it's everybody's favorite mascot number of days. Gritty until the Philadelphia Flyers, a big double zero, and our countdown to those two bubble teams, the ones that matter. Yeah, I'm going at you now, Union fans. The Sixers <laughs> and the Flyers. That's right. They are back this weekend. I hope the union win. I'm going to rub it in your face. I, I just hope I'm back next week. Um, based on Eric's complaint, I might have to go and reevaluate my life. Uh, <laughs> what was my complaint? <laughs> complain about my complaining about Carson Wentz and defense. I know. Carson Wentz. You just love him. So we'll see. But obviously, give us a follow everywhere you can follow us. Make sure you listen anywhere you can listen. Give us a five-star review, obviously. Eric, I think we got to sign out, man. Yeah, man. Before you want to rip my head off again. This is Kevin. And Eric. And we are signing out. That's a go Sixers. You don't want to give the Flyers a shout out? Go Flyers. That's right. Go Union. Get rid of Miami.